My father's wife died. My mother said we should drive down to his place and see what might be in it for us. She tapped my nose with her grapefruit spoon. It's like this, she said. Your father loves us more, but he's got another family, a wife and a girl a little older than you. Her family had all the money. Wipe your face. There was no one like my mother for straight talk. She washed my neck and ears until they shone. We helped each other dress. Her lilac dress with the underarm zipper, my pink one with the tricky buttons. My mother did my braids so tight my eyes pulled up. She took her violet cloche and her best gloves, and she ran across the road to borrow Mr. Portman's car. I was glad to be going, and I thought I could get to be glad about having a sister. I wasn't sorry my father's other wife was dead. We'd waited for him for weeks. My mother sat by the window in the morning and smoked through supper every night. When she came home from work at Hobson's, she was in a bad mood, even after I rubbed her feet. I hung around the house all July, playing with Mr. Portman's poodle, waiting for my father to drive up. When he came, he usually came by two o'clock in case there was a fireside chat that day. We listened to all the fireside chats together. We loved President Roosevelt. On Sundays, when my father came, he brought a pack of Lucky Strikes for my mother and a Hershey bar for me. After supper, my mother sat in my father's lap, and I sat right on his slippers. And if there was a fireside chat, my father did his FDR imitation. Good evening, friends, he said, and he stuck a straw in his mouth like a cigarette holder. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. He bowed to my mother and said, Eleanor, my dear, how about a waltz? They danced to the radio for a while, and then it was my bedtime. My mother put a few bobby pins in my hair for curls, and my father carried me to bed singing, I wish I could shimmy like my sister Kate. Then he tucked me in and shimmied out the door. Monday mornings, he was gone, and I waited until Thursday, and sometimes until next Sunday. My mother parked the car and redid her lipstick. My father's house was two stories of red stone and tall windows, with fringed lace curtains behind and wide brown steps stacked like boxes in front of the shining wood door. Your father does like to have things nice while he's away, she said. It sure is nice, I said. We ought to live here. My mother smiled at me and ran her tongue over her teeth. Could be, she said. You never know. She'd already told me she was tired of Abingdon, where we'd been since I was born. It was no kind of real town, and she was fed up to hear hostessing at Hobson's. We talked a lot about finding ourselves a better life in Chicago. Chicago, Chicago, that toddling town. I saw a man. He danced with his wife, I sang, as we got out of the car. And I did a few dance steps, like in the movies. My mother said, you are the bee's knees, kiddo, and she grabbed the back of my dress. She licked her palm and pressed it to my bangs so they wouldn't fly up. She straightened her skirt and told me to check her seams. Straight as arrows, I said, and we went up the stairs 
hand in hand.